Christian churches fail. We all failed as human beings. I think no institution in Rwanda can claim innocence. Every institution failed, even churches. Most members of, of my family were killed in the churches. They come, come, I will give you shelter here in the church, come, no one will touch you. So people came from bush where they were hidden. So when they come, those priests and the pastors talked to militants to come to kill them easily. I prayed, 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 prayed. I was ready to die. I was prepared to die because I could die at any time. We were around 38 people and they were all killed except me, my daughter and my husband's nephew. So three people survived. If you have a friend who is a priest who says, no, I can't help you, who else was going to help me? Long time ago, in 1959, my mom was young that time, and she told that story of how that time when they started killing Tutsi in Rwanda, whoever managed to get in the church, they were safe. I think um, that's what happened in 1994. Most of people, they went to churches thinking maybe they would be protected there. But this time, it was different. So the church where my, my family went to, the killers came and killed everybody in that church. That's where my, my family um, died. But my two sisters survived from that church. And my mom, when the killers were on the door, my mom pushed them outside and told them to run. And she told them to always remember the Virgin Mary. It's clear that the churches were very much involved in the division of the populations in Rwanda. Um, historically, there was a division between Tutsi, Hutu, and Twa. We don't really quite know what it was. Um, we know that the idea that it arose because of migration is not true, because archaeology shows that migration patterns were, in fact, very complex in Rwanda, and there wasn't a wave of Tutsi that came in. Uh, we think that as a division, Tutsi, Hutu, and Twa emerged within Rwanda, therefore. And it seems to have been tied to status primarily, so that Tutsi seems to have meant uh, sort of upper class or elite, and Hutu seems to have meant commoner. And the, that division existed before the, the arrival of the missionaries and before colonial rule. But what happened is that the missionaries in particular came in with Western ideas about race, and they applied those in the Rwandan case. Um, they argued that the Tutsi were a separate race, the Hutu were a separate race, and the Twa were a separate race. Now, if you think about difference not just as a, a status difference, which is something that could change, but a racial difference, it means that there's no ability to change, that the groups are fundamentally different, they're biologically different. Also, by defining these divisions as racial, it becomes impossible to change your position, and that became something that was codified in law so that the Belgians developed a, an identity card system. Everyone in the country had to have an identity card, and on that it listed your ethnic group. Um, so, in short, the churches were very much involved in the 
practice of helping to divide Rwanda and, and to give meaning to what it was to be Tutsi and what it was to be Hutu and Twa. The Catholic Church was the most powerful social institution in Rwanda. It ran all the schools. Churches were not built in Rwandan towns. Churches were built and then towns were built around them. So that the church is central to the political, social and administrative realities of Rwanda at that time. And the leader of the church, first Father Leon Klaas and then second Bishop Perodin, see themselves as leaders and they have a very close relationship with the colonial regime and the colonial governor. So it's a very intimate relationship and Catholicism in Rwanda has always been very close to political power, has always aimed to be as close to political power as possible. The church from day one of the birth of Hutu power from day one of the birth of racial difference and this destructive story of the competition between Hutu and Tutsi has been at the heart of driving that narrative. The Catholic Church had the monopoly over all religions in Rwanda. And in addition, the majority of Rwandan populations was Christian. And therefore, if Catholic Christians opposed themselves to the genocide, we wouldn't have had any genocide. They had enough power to stop it. in the genocide was that churches ended up becoming the chief killing grounds. They were the place, in fact, where people went for sanctuary. And in many cases, the idea of sanctuary was actually exploited. The reality is that the form of Christianity that was brought to Rwanda actually helped to make the genocide possible. People now start to forgive, even to forget, people who killed their relatives, who killed their children, husband, wives. You see, people need to understand the truth, even if it's hard for them. But we, we tell them that without repentance, you will not be forgiven. If you don't forgive, God will not forgive you also. I got to that point where I felt I had forgiven everyone. I have forgiven Hutus and government, everything that had happened to me. But you kept feeling like that when you stay in that churches, in that environment, in that spirit. But when you move out of that church for a while, you found that you're still the same person, you still have the same feelings, you're still angry. You know, you have ups and downs, moments about what happened to you. 
I can't say it's really um, true forgiveness, but what it is to me is that they help you to accept it, just to accept it. And it's something that needs to keep doing it because when you move out for a little bit, you started feeling the same as it used to be. I can't say it's a true forgiveness because what happened to us, it's not that just easy to forgive just like that. Forgiveness, it's, uh, you know, the, it's a notion that's very, very complicated. P people are forced to forgive. And if you're forced to forgive, do you re-forgive? I don't think so. The true forgiveness should come through people coming and say, tell you what happened and they feel sorry of what they've done and then it can go from there.